all of your awareness and creativity and brain power into one thing and watch the quality of that one thing go up. Welcome to How Do You Feel, a podcast with info and inspo to help you tune in to your fitness, nutrition, and mindset. I'm your host, Casey Zavaleta, and together we'll explore how we can optimize our physical and mental health so that we radiate positivity and happiness from the inside out. Hello, everyone. Welcome to How Do You Feel? Thanks so much for joining me this week. Before we get into this week's episode, I have a quick announcement for everyone. You may or may not have noticed that at the start of this year, I began to do bi-weekly podcast episodes. There was a lot of stuff going on at the beginning of this year. Eric and I were looking at a potential move of cities. It ended up just being a move of houses. Woot woot, still in Toronto. But we're also just settling back into what this next year is going to look like. Figuring stuff out after the holidays, you know, all of that good stuff. I feel like January is always just kind of a reset month. So at that time, I made the decision that the rhythm for the podcast felt like it should be bi-weekly, just based on everything that was going on. But now, since we're more into the swing of things, we are going to go back to weekly podcast episodes. What I'm going to do is I'm going to alternate doing interviews versus solo episodes. This week is going to be a solo episode. In a moment, we're going to talk about focus and productivity, and I'm going to give everyone my top five focus tips. But we're going to alternate between episodes like this that are going to be a bit shorter, in which I just rapid fire through a topic, give maybe my top considerations on a certain subject, and that will be the episode. Then every other week, we'll do more of an interview style where I bring on an expert in fitness, wellness, or nutrition, and we talk to them about their viewpoints, their experiences, and any wisdom that they have to share with you all. So that's what's coming down the pipeline. That's what we have to look forward to together. Back to weekly episodes, which I think will be nice because I think... While the bi-weekly timing was nice for a bit, I I was feeling a bit disconnected from the podcast, not having my hands on an episode each week. So I think this is going to be awesome. As always, I love, love, love feedback and input on what you want to hear about. If there's a particular topic that you want me to talk about or you'd like me to bring on a guest to talk about, please don't hesitate to reach out and let me know. You can send me a DM on Instagram at KCMZav or you can shoot me an email, KCMZavaletta at gmail.com. I would love to hear from anyone who has input on what they want to learn about. Okay, everyone, let's get into this week's episode. As I mentioned, we are going to be talking about focus and productivity. These are really crucial skills, aren't they? They permeate into every aspect of our life. I mean, if you think about it, time is the one resource that we can't get more of. 
So all we can do is improve our efficiency within the given time that we have. As humans, we also have a finite amount of energy to expend throughout the day. So I want you to be able to use that energy really intentionally and purposefully throughout your day. This obviously translates very easily into work tasks, but I feel that this also translates into having focus during your workouts. I see it all the time in the gym, and I can only imagine that this happens perhaps even more during at-home workouts. People are distracted by social media and by their phones, even during workouts. When you're taking rest between sets, if you're picking up your phone and scrolling through social or you're answering a work email or message, it can really slow you down and it can really decrease your focus and efficiency within your workout. So I think that these tips can apply to everything, whether it's fitness or elsewhere. You all know that my full-time role right now is with DTS Fitness Education. The founder of DTS, Kevin Darby, always says that in any given moment, you're either training yourself to be more focused or you're training yourself to be more distracted. It's one or the other. So which one would you rather be training for? The ability to focus and attention is a skill that, as a population, we are losing rapidly. I don't remember the exact stat, I wish I could find it, but I believe that the average human attention span is now around 7 seconds, and that's less than a goldfish's attention span, which is around 9 seconds. That's pretty sad. So I think that focus is something that we can all stand to train a little bit more deliberately. So let's go over my top five focus tips. Number one, manage your notifications. This has to be at the top of the list because if you do not have boundaries in place, or some kind of system in place to manage the notifications that are inundating you, you are not in charge of your time and you are not in charge of your day. As you go through your day, you can either choose to act or react. If you have constant notifications coming in from your phone, from social, from email, even random things that pop up on your computer, you are in a state of reacting throughout the day. You are not in the driver's seat at that point. The rest of the world is, and you are just along for the ride. So you've gotta set some boundaries around your notifications. Whenever I sit down to do a work task, my phone goes on airplane mode. I've gotten way better at this. At the beginning, I used to mindlessly pick up my phone and check for notifications. But that airplane mode reminded me. When I would pick it up, there'd be nothing there and I would see the airplane mode. It reminded me, what am I doing? (laughs) It brought me into that present moment of, okay, there's nothing here that I need to be looking at. And I would put my phone back down. 
at this point, I've trained myself to be much better. So the rate at which I'm reaching for my phone is so much less. But I think it's really crucial. Phone goes on airplane mode whenever I have something specific that I know I need to accomplish. And that happens throughout the day. In addition, I don't have my email up at all times. This kind of cracks me up because I realize the prevalence of this because we're all on Zoom so much more and we do screen shares all the time. But I look at other people's computers and I almost always see email open in a tab. If your email is always up, you're always aware of incoming messages. Even the awareness of an email coming in pulls you away from the task at hand. It's a distraction. It distracts you and then you have to decide, am I going to address that email or am I going to leave it to later? And it's hard because sometimes then your mind runs away from you and you start going down that track of, I wonder who it is. I wonder if they need me right now. I wonder if it's urgent. And you almost have to check the email to get it off your mind. So we shouldn't always have our emails up. I think we need to be a bit more deliberate about the way that we use email. So focus tip number one, manage your notifications. Whether that's periods of time where your phone is in another room, where your phone is on airplane mode, even getting in the practice of powering your phone down for certain windows throughout the day, I think you have to start to establish some boundaries. And a big piece of that is not necessarily having your email up on your computer 24-7. This moves perfectly into our next tip, which is embrace single tasking. Multitasking is a little bit glorified. And I understand that, especially for my parents out there, if you're a mom and you're making dinner and you also are trying to have a conversation with your kid and you need to make a phone call to make a dentist appointment or whatever it might be, I understand that this idea of being able to manage multiple things at once is useful. However, during your workday or when you're training, I do not think that multitasking is something that we should be striving for. I think we actually all need to embrace single tasking more. Put all of your awareness and creativity and brain power into one thing and watch the quality of that one thing go up. I really love the book, The One Thing by Gary Keller to help you to wrap your mind around this concept. Instead of having 10 different things in our mind that we're trying to focus on and attend to all at once, can we have just one thing that we are focusing on at any given time? I think you will be very surprised at the how the quality and efficiency of you being able to attend to that task will go up. If you focus on only your workout, only your training session, your phone isn't even nearby. You will be so much more present to 
each rep that you're executing, you'll be so much more present to how your body feels. Your workout will absolutely be that much better, and I bet it will also be much faster. So single tasking, I think, really is key. There are different studies on this. I've seen a couple of different quotes as far as time is concerned, but every time that you switch tasks, so whether it's a notification popping up on your phone and distracting you, or it's you deciding to go check your email, or you're switching between multiple work tasks, it takes your brain somewhere from 16 to 20 minutes to fully reorient back to that original task at hand. This is because every time we switch from having our attention on one thing to another, we have to pick up on all of these context cues to re-immerse fully back into that task. And that takes some time. I think it's probably different for everyone, but up in that realm of 16 to 20 minutes, and that's a lot of time for you to quote unquote lose just switching back and forth between tasks. So number one, focus tip, manage your notifications. Number two, focus tip, embrace single tasking. Number three is all about scheduling your time. I believe it is crucial to have a personal time management system. We actually talked about this on a previous episode of the podcast with Michael Keeler. In order to be able to single task, you have to have a schedule for yourself. You have to know when different things are going to be slotted in your day. So blocking out time for email, blocking out time for those top couple of things on your to-do list, blocking out time and scheduling in your workout, even if it's an at-home workout. These things are crucial to be able to single task and be able to get everything done that you want to in a day. It actually takes a lot of pressure off when you're able to do this. I used to find before I scheduled out the tasks that I had to do in a day and really blocked them out into my schedule, I found that I had a lot of stress weighing on me because there was a lot of uncertainty about what I would be able to get to in a day. If someone asked me, I have this task for you, when do you think you can get to it? I had no way to answer because I didn't know how long things were going to take. I didn't know when they were happening. Now that weight is gone because I know what my schedule is going to look like. I've planned it all out. I know approximately how long certain tasks take me to do. I know approximately how long I need to spend on my email each day. And so that allows me to say, I have time for that today, or no, I don't have time for that today, but I can get to it by the end of the week. And I can say that with some degree of ease and certainty. I know I've talked about it before, how I've gotten in the habit of writing out almost down to the minute, maybe that's a little bit aggressive, but writing out what my day is going to look like. Of course, I don't always get it right. I might have slotted out one hour to prepare a newsletter 
when in reality, it took me two. Or I thought shooting a video for a course was going to take 30 minutes and it ended up taking an hour. Of course, that happens. But at least I have a structure that I can then work from. I have the structure, which then allows me to be flexible within it. So if I'm preparing for a webinar and it takes me one more hour than I thought it would, there's a certain task that I didn't get to that day and I know that it has to slot in later in my week if it's going to be accomplished. And I have this system for being able to shuffle things around and and I have the ability to still get everything done that I need to get done within the week. I think that you could do this without being so scheduled down to the minute. I very much enjoy functioning that way. I don't think everyone does, I'm guessing. But you could at least say, this morning, these are the two things that I need to get done. And that allows you to single task focus on one and then move on and single task focus on the other. And you can do the same thing for your afternoon. Block out your time for your workouts, especially if it's not a class that's scheduled in, especially if you're training on your own, you're going to the gym or doing an at-home workout. Write it in your schedule as an appointment. Get in the habit of sticking with that appointment that you've made for yourself. It's easy to just keep pushing your workouts, especially when other things that feel pressing are constantly coming up. So I think it's crucial to have that time blocked out and have that commitment that you've made to yourself. Another piece of this time blocking comes back to that initial idea that I shared about training focus versus training distraction. It's almost like training in a gym. You're building up a skill. So let's say at this point that you have the ability to focus for 20 minutes on one given task before you start to become crazy antsy and your mind starts to wander to 100 different things. So your current capacity is 20 minutes of focus. So you should be blocking into your schedule 20 minute intervals of time when you're going to focus and then take a break in between. So it might be 20 minutes of focus time answering emails. Then you take a five minute break. 20 minutes of focus time doing this work task. Then you take a five minute break. 20 minutes of focus time coming back to that same work task. So you're basically doing intervals, kind of like you might move through a circuit in the gym. This is sort of a riff off of something called the Pomodoro technique, which encourages you to use intervals. I believe the traditional interval is 25 minutes on coupled with five minutes off, but I think you can tailor it based on your own focus and based on the length of time that you feel comfortable committing to a single task. Okay, focus tip number one, manage those notifications. Focus tip number two, embrace single tasking. Focus tip number three, schedule your time. Number four has to do with the environment that you're in. 
Some environments are more conducive to focused work than others. It is really crucial that you have some sort of designated workspace that's separate from other things that you do during your day. For example, ideally, your bedroom is reserved for sleep and relaxation and reading. Your kitchen is reserved for eating, cooking, socializing. You have a different space that is designated for focused work time. You have another space that's designated for watching TV, watching Netflix, playing games. So ideally you have the luxury of having completely separate spaces for those things, but of course that's not always possible. If your living space is smaller and it has to be multi-use, then you wanna have something else that is in your environment and triggers you to think, okay, now this is my study space. So that could be something like a water bottle that you always have with you when you're sitting down to be focused. Or it could be a certain playlist that you put on of instrumental music that helps you to focus. It could be a certain chair that you always sit in. It could be a blanket that you drape over your legs whenever you're sitting down to focus. Even if you can't have a completely separate space, have something in your environment that triggers you, that triggers your brain to know this is time for focus and productivity. The more you can construct your environment to help you and aid in your focus, the better. This goes back to that piece about managing your notifications. I think this goes hand in hand. If you can get those distracting devices out of this environment, then that's even better. The fifth and final focus tip that I want to share with you all is probably my favorite one because it's been such a game changer for me recently. And this is the idea of taking a minute to arrive before you dive in to a given task. The concept of the minute to arrive comes from the book Search Inside Yourself, which is Google's mindfulness and meditation program that they use for focus and productivity. This concept and that language of a minute to arrive was also introduced to me by DTS because we lead into every webinar by hosting a bit of a minute to arrive to help everyone to focus in on the present moment, be completely in the here and now, and get ready for the webinar that is to come. But it doesn't have to be on a webinar that this happens. We can do this in everyday life when we're switching from one task to another. So the idea behind a minute to arrive is just that you close your eyes, you breathe, notice your breath, and you it's, it's like a mini meditation. You pull yourself into the present moment and set an intention for yourself moving forward with that task. So instead of your monkey mind being in 10 different places and then you sit down and the monkey mind is kind of still racing as you try to force yourself to focus, you take a minute. Take a minute of quiet and of still. 
You close your eyes, you breathe, and you think about the task that you're going to be moving into. You think about your intention for that task. I think this is also a lovely thing to do before a workout. Get your mind in that right headspace. Set the intention that you get to work out instead of you have to work out. Find gratitude for the time and the space that you have to move your body. You find presence and you find intention by doing this minute to arrive. Now, I don't do this before every single task that I do throughout the day, but I do it before the notable ones, before I show up to a meeting, before I speak with someone, before I train. These are the crucial moments when I really want to be focused and present. So taking that minute to close my eyes and make sure that I'm entering with the right intention has really, really been a game changer for me. And I just love how I show up when I do it. If you've never tried something like this before, a great place to put this in is at the beginning and the end of your workday. Start off your workday with a minute to arrive to get present and clear about what you want to accomplish that day. Then as you close things down, take another minute to arrive to shift into the headspace of being present and being there with your family. It also helps you to have that signal of the workday is ending and now it's time to shift my focus elsewhere. So work doesn't necessarily stick with you throughout your entire day. Okay, everyone, let's just do a quick summary of those top five tips. Number one, managing your notifications. Number two, embracing single tasking. Number three, scheduling your time, managing your time. Number four, constructing the environment. And number five, having a minute to arrive. I hope that you all find these helpful. Again, I think that these can permeate into every area of your life if you embrace them. What we're really looking to do as we're thinking about being better at focusing is being more present in the moment. So these tools all help you to be more present. Okay, everyone, I think that's it from me this week. As always, thank you so much for tuning in and listening. If you're enjoying what you're hearing, I love and appreciate every review and rating that you give. They really do go a long way. And honestly, even better, if you're enjoying what you're hearing on the show, then please share it with a friend, family member, or a colleague that you think would also benefit from the stuff that we talk about on How Do You Feel? All right, everyone, that's it from me this week. As always, make sure you get out there and do something that makes you feel good today.